Hosting events like a rock star is the topic for today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello there and welcome to the Champion Hustle Podcast. This is episode number 46. My name is Ryan Black. And my name is Levi Hunsaker. Ryan. Good morning, Levi. Things look different today. Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden, why (laughs) in our new format do we have three boxes instead of two boxes? Something is different. I think it's because we have a very, very special person with us today as our invited guest. And as you guys know, you know, over the last month or so, we've been talking about this incredible Make Profits Again Summit that's coming up to be able to help us to, you know, to all increase, increase sales, increase efficiencies, and just scale things up to the next level in our businesses. And today we have brought the mastermind behind that summit to share nuggets of golden wisdom with us all. Now, this is uh, this is someone who Levi and I have known and worked with for, for many years. Uh, we love him dearly. And he is someone who is a very, very experienced entrepreneur, business owner, has uh, decades of experience in different spaces. And uh, he also happens to be a real estate investor too. And uh, has done, uh, has, has companies who have done thousands of real estate transactions and uh, we are honored to be joined by him today, Bob Snyder. Bob, we are grateful to have you on with us. Thanks for joining us. I'm thrilled to be with you, Ryan. I, uh, I, I've looked forward to this. I mean, you know, to think that I could be amongst the very, you know, um, selected few who grace the stage of your podcast is an honor. Well, we're, we're happy to have you here. And, uh, you know, there are so many different topics that we could cover with you today. But the, the topic that we have selected is uh, to talk about events because hosting, you know, rock star events is something that you know a thing or two about. Whether, whether we're talking about an event for five people or 5,000, um, we have, have participated in and uh, many, many events that you have, have put on over the years. And so I'd love to, you know, kind of break it down because what's cool is regardless of the industry that uh, our listeners are in, hosting events really is kind of a universal, I think a universal uh, uh, benefit that, that can be done, even if, you know, if it's a brick and mortar restaurant or, you know, small business, um, obviously, if you do a lot of things with uh, education and real estate and uh, you know communities, and so just let's let's kind of break that down a little bit. Are there some key um, kind of what's going through your mind when you're thinking about okay, I want to create a great a great event? What are some of those core elements that you're looking at so that you can ensure that everyone just has a phenomenal experience, that value is received, and that you know, the, 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 the customers come out at the back end saying, this is awesome. I want to do this again. Well, the first thing you got to do, I mean, if you're going to host any kind of an event is that uh, you got to have an event uh, that people actually want to attend. Now, I know that may sound like a simple statement, but if you really chew on that for a little bit, that's going to set the context for the entire, the entire event. That means that first and foremost, you got to prepare and, pre- and pre-plan. 
And, uh, and a lot of that planning has to be built around any kind of a theme or a message. You either have to have a topic or you got to have a message or you've got to have an amazing draw. Now that draw could be a band, that draw could be a speaker, a trainer, that draw could be something extraordinary, the new release of something, but you've got to have a topic, a message or a draw to be able to get people to actually want to attend. And then you've got to be able to build around that an atmosphere that is inviting based on what your intended outcome is going to be. Yeah, so it's it's very interesting that you bring um, bring up what is the intent, right? Because that that really is what drives all of that behind all of uh, behind the event, right? Is the intent is the purpose for creating the event in the in the first place, right? And if you haven't got that, I'm telling you right now, I mean, you're, that's the reason why some events make it and some don't. But the other thing is all about exposure. You got to think about how are you going to get the word out? How are you going to create exposure around this, this event? How are you going to build for it and promote it properly? Because if you're not doing it right, <coughs> nobody's going to show up. There are so many amazing events that, that would have been a phenomenal success had they been promoted properly and uh, been given the proper exposure. But uh, all of that plays into it. And it just kind of depends on what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. Is it just going to be a small little in-home event? Is it going to be, you know, a big uh, rock star concert kind of event? You know, what kind of a budget have you got for that? How, what are you going to be your marketing and advertising channels? Uh, is it going to be just pretty much word of mouth and you're going to do guerrilla marketing and distribute flyers and put out roadside signs and, and make things happen of that nature? All of that's got to go into what your intended outcome is going to be, what the resources are that you have available to you, and uh, how you can make it a success. Now, you talk about intended outcome. What are, because I mean, obviously as a business event, there's some type of, of uh, you know, financial goal at some point in that process. What are some of the, what would you say are some of the most common uh, desired outcomes that that you know that folks would be looking for if they're going to say you know what, I'm going to host an event. What uh, are they looking to actually sell their product or service immediately there at the event, or are there other kind of ways of looking at the event? Are you building rapport with your customers. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'll tell you what. Here's the thing: your message has to be congruent with your delivery. It has to be congruent with with what people are going to experience when they come to the event. Otherwise, you know, they're not going to be happy with you. And I'll give you a few examples from our own company, from Renatus, and what we do. We have all sorts of different events that that are able to expose people to our education, our our community, and the different things that we do. One event may be our uh, our property tours. We do property tours almost every weekend in different places all across the country. And a property tour is this, it is an event whereby individuals are able to come to one of our local investors fix and flips, one of their real estate deals that they're in the middle of. And they walk them through the house, they show them what's going on, and uh, they help them understand what they're doing, why they're doing it, what they're not doing it, why they chose not to do it, how they're going to exit out of the property, what their estimated gains and profits are going to be. It, it is a real hands-on experience whereby individuals are able to see firsthand that, that real estate is real, that it's happening in their own backyard, and that people are having success. Now, if that event was promoted as Hey, listen, you know, we're, we're just going to get together at, uh, at this guy's house, man, for, for a few hors d'oeuvres and just to hang out and have a nice time. People showing up to an event like that would be going, 
this place is a construction zone, man. I mean, <laughs> and, and where's the hors d'oeuvres? And I think they're actually over there on a sawhorse. And this is not exactly what I had I had intended, right? Yeah. Um, we do cash flow nights where we play cash flow 101. It's a fantastic way where individuals can receive through through gamification a clear understanding as to how do they they can get out of the rat race of life and business and get on the fast track to investing and, and building passive income. Those are experiential events. I mean, if we were going to say, hey, listen, you got to come to this cash flow night because we're going to sell the daylights out of you because we want you to buy all of our education and this is going to be an amazing experience and you really are going to want to come. Nobody's going to show up because nobody wants an invitation of that nature, right? Right. So with a cash flow night, individuals are coming and they're, they're coming to play the game. That's it coming to play the game, to experience some wonderful aha moments and, you know, and, and uh, build a relationship with individuals in the, in, or in the community. It's a, it's not a sellathon. It's not even a full on sales presentation. It's just, Hey, come play cash flow with us. We're re we're real estate investors. How would you like to learn how to play this game in real life? And um, so messaging is incredibly important. If you, if you are saying that you're going to do something or that an event is going to unfold in a certain way, you got to make sure that it's congruent and you fulfill on that promise, whatever it might be. And I, I really like that because kind of what you're saying is correctly managing expectations and not doing a bait and switch. Yes. Because I, I, I imagine you have, I know I have gone to different events where I thought it was going to be one thing. And I was promised one thing and I got there and it was, you know, five minutes of what they promised and then two hours of something else. Mm -hmm. I was not happy. No. <laughs> it's, all, it's you feel, you feel, yeah, like it was a bait and switch. I was not happy at, uh, as well. You know, being, being open, being honest, being transparent with our, our prospects and our customers is critically important. So whether you've got just a little small home-based business and you're inviting a few folks over to to just test your wares and check out you know your products or services man let people know what they're in for right yeah. build a message around that that is going to be compelling and is going to promote the event if on the other hand you've got the resources to go out there and just blow the doors off with a big event then you can employ i mean all sorts of online marketing you can build sales funnels into the event you can do you know some larger advertising budgets for uh, you know i mean tv radio whatever might might work for you. Um, you can actually hire professional promotion and advertising companies to help you with your messaging. It all depends on the budget and the intended outcome um, because the resources will determine just exactly how you're going to be able to do that. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, you mentioned messaging and messaging is a huge thing in any type of advertising, whether it's word of mouth advertising, whether it's referral based, whether it's even getting it online to a larger audience and you know if the messaging is not congruent with what the event is they just are going to be left wondering what just happened and uh, you know you want to make sure that if you feel like you have to i guess hold back and not tell them what the event is maybe you ought to reconsider your strategy <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because you know what? Deceptive marketing and deceptive advertising never, ever pay off. As a matter of fact, what they do is they're counterproductive. Uh, they're not only wrong, I mean, ethically, but the, the challenge you've got is, is that you also are preparing people for something that they are not going to have a good experience with. So why waste their time and why waste your time? Yeah. 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 Consumers are, are smart. They are going yeah, they to, are. they're going to figure it out. 
And so it's better just to have integrity and be clear from the from the get go about what it is that that you'll be offering, the value that's going to be there. And I think most people inherently understand if they're going to something that is free, there's probably you know going to be some type of an offering saying, mm-hmm. hey, if you'd like to learn more, hey, if you'd like to plug in, if you'd like to receive you know the product or service or whatever. Um, there'll be an opportunity for you to to take advantage of that. Right. And I think pe- most people understand that and they're cool with it as long as the value precedes the offer. Yes, oh. no doubt. You want to talk about a powerful event that we've got coming up in our company. It's the Make Profits Again Summit. And the idea for the Make Profits Again Summit, Summit was completely designed around the idea that, that you know, individuals have just gone through a pandemic. Um, you know, we're still dealing with the the fallout of, of that worldwide event, right? An event that was not built for properly, or <laughs> I think there's a lot of unhappy people with the expectations around that kind of an event, pandemic. Yes. Anyway, but we're dealing with a lot of businesses. I mean, there are some businesses that just crushed it through the pandemic. There are other businesses that failed miserably. There are others that are just limping along, and I mean, they're just they're just struggling to survive and stay in business. So what I did is I went out to my network and I went out to uh, 30 plus individuals. I mean, these are the top of the top, the best of the best experts in their field. They have thriving businesses. They have uh, overcome, they have adapted, they have learned, you know, I mean, everybody from Governor John Huntsman. I mean, here was the an individual who was the youngest ambassador to Singapore. Um, he, he was also an ambassador for the United States to, uh, to Russia, to China, a previous governor for the state of Utah, you know, friend of mine, great guy. Now he sits on the board of directors for Ford Motor Company and a number of others out there. He, he understands the world of business, politics, and international, um, opportunities as well. And, you know, brought him into the studio so we could say, listen, John, help me understand so that our listeners can gain some of your wisdom. What are you doing to make profits? What are you doing to help your companies ensure uh, profitability? How are you creating success? And teach us of some of your words of wisdom when it comes to not only you know playing on a domestic field, but internationally as well. Um, I've got uh, Dan Clark. Dan Clark was voted as, as one of the top 10 motivational speakers of all time. I mean, he wow. is brilliant. Dan's coming into the, or I should say he was in the studio because uh, we've already uh, interviewed Dan. But Dan's interview was so pointed because it, it, it just, in, you know, kind of filled you with hope and an understanding of what you were truly capable of. It's nice to have that kind of wake up call so that we can get out of our pity party and start moving forward to success. Um, um, Sharon Lecter is a good friend of mine. I mean, I've known Sharon for years and years. She was the co-author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Cashflow Quadrant, you know, all the, the books that created what we call the purple storm, Right. As a matter of fact, she was also one of the uh, the developers of uh, of Cashflow 101, that that great game that we often play. Sharon's perspective on life and business, oh my goodness! I mean, you got to understand. I mean, th- this woman started out as a CPA. She's an incredibly intelligent individual. She understands the num- numbers. She understands the value of financial literacy, and she understands business. So when I asked her questions about what's going on in her business, what she's seeing in the marketplace, how individuals are adapting, what great ideas that people can implement right now today to drive profits and have success, she was full of wisdoms that she was able to share. I've got 30 plus individuals that are of that caliber that are going to be available in the summit. Now, the summit is free. 
We're making it free to everyone who wants to attend and to glean those words of wisdom from from uh, each of our speakers. But a lot of times people will say, yeah, what's in it for you? It's really simple. Exposure for Renatus. That's what it is. We are creating massive amounts of value for individual. We're giving it away for free. All they've got to do is attend this four-day event, and they're going to be able to just fill volumes with note-taking, right? And by the time they're done, we want them to have a positive outlook on our company, the education that we offer, and the great things that are going on so that we can build a relationship with them over time. And as that relationship builds, there's probably going to be a number of those individuals who say, you know what? I want you guys to share with me what you've put together that may help me in my life and my business. That's an event that has required an enormous amount of time, effort, energy, money, and and video resources to put together and we're offering it for free knowing that the goodwill will come back to us in future sales yeah and i i love that that's so powerful because you're putting all of the value first right you right are, you're creating the event the value is there and i think that that's maybe a principle sometimes that, that people tend to to forget about is that money follows value and yes add value first uh-huh. <laughs> you, you're putting together i mean you you just mentioned a couple of the people i know there's you got you know three dozen or so um different speakers that are you know six seven eight figure income earners in their respective fields and they are basically oh. going to be sharing the secrets as it were of what they've been doing to not just survive but thrive throughout mm-hmm. the last year and personally Levi and I, we're very excited. We're really looking forward to it because I'm excited. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> well, good. Because I'm excited too. <laughs> let's learn. Let's learn from the best, right? If uh-huh. the day that you stop learning is the day that you stop growing and progressing. And so, uh, you know, we know we don't have all the answers and we're looking forward to, uh, to connecting with those people who have, uh, you know, more, more experience and more knowledge. And uh, so we're, we're grateful for, for this event that you've uh, you know you've organized and put together, and we're really excited. Once again, um, guys, the the link on that to be able to sign up to get more details, see the full roster of everyone who is uh, going to be presenting, is championhustle.com/summit, and that will uh, forward you to all the information so that you can get all the details and uh, throw in your info to get uh, to get signed up. One important thing, uh, you know, you mentioned how some of the uh, you know some of the folks they've they've been uh, already been in studio. You've been able to record with them. Uh, one thing I want to make sure that we emphasize is, guys, the uh, it's it's just the day of, so it's May nineteenth through twenty twenty second. The the day, for example, the speakers that are going to be uh, broadcast and speaking on the nineteenth, you've got twenty four hours basically. You've got that right. day to be able to enjoy um, the content that they're putting out. So if you snooze, you lose. <laughs> Obviously, you, you want to make sure that, uh, that you don't miss out on that. And, uh, you know, you fo- kind of dial in and focus in on those on those folks who who are going to be able to bring the most value to your to your business. Yep, absolutely. You know, you mentioned one thing earlier, Ryan, that I, I uh, just smiled at because because, you know, you said knowledge is power and it absolutely can be. It was it was obviously an academic who you know, coined the phrase, knowledge is power. 
let me tell you, it was a businessman and a professional, Dale Carnegie, who corrected that just a little bit. He says it's the application of knowledge that is power. And uh, what we want to do is we want to, you know, really empower individuals with an understanding, giving them ideas, giving them the knowledge. But then we really want to give them, you know, the steps to follow so that they can go take action on these things to implement them in their business. Yeah, that's that's so important that a lot of people get stuck in that learning and consumption mode and forget to go out and take action. So fr from this summit, you've, you've spent tons of time putting together the knowledge what are your recommendations of what they do with that knowledge? Well, the first thing is, man, they got to make a plan. Um, you know what? You've got to make a plan, and then you've got to be able to uh, pretty much um, take that plan and put it into steps. So, so often individuals will go, okay, I've got an idea, I've got a vision, we've created a mission statement, we got a vision statement, we got a new direction. And then they forget about uh, making the steps necessary to to follow through with that so that they can start really driving success. And and that's what I really want to impress upon people. It's the simple fact that that there are a billion great ideas out there that are sitting in the minds of individuals never to be realized or, you know, on great products or services that are on warehouse shelves that will never see the light of day because they didn't have a good strat plan to put the whole thing together. So you got to figure it out, figure out how in the world are you going to make the world aware of your company, um, your products, your services, you know, whatever that might be. And uh, you can start small and grow it big, which is what I've always done with my companies. I mean, heavens, I bootstrapped uh, every one of them. So uh, there wasn't a need for me to go out there and, you know, raise money and raise capital that might be at risk from from other businesses. Not to say that, you know, you might not want to do that. Some people do. I just have chose not to. So we bootstrapped our businesses. We started small. We started with very low overhead. And then as we grew, we were able to make the decisions for, for uh, adjustment, um, which is what was necessary. I think sometimes people want to start with an idea that is too big. That's why I say, you know, you can think big, but act small. Keep your steps successive and moving in the right direction and within your budget give you a story. I had a business partner years ago. I'll never forget, man. He was the king of Excel spreadsheets. And every single time he sat down at the computer to create an Excel spreadsheet, I mean, he was mapping out projections on what our sales were going to be, what our company was going to do, how it was going to grow, <laughs> how it was going to thrive. And inside of 15 minutes at his computer in, in front of an Excel spreadsheet, we were going to be billionaires overnight, right? And what I had to do is I had to rein him in on a regular basis saying, okay, but we're not yet. So let's not start spending like that. We're not start acting like that because we'll drive ourselves into the poorhouse. Never, ever, ever make future yeah. decisions, or I should say present decisions. And let me rephrase that. Never, ever, ever make present decisions based off of futured income, futured revenue. I've always uh, played it conservative and it's worked well for me. I've built dozens of different businesses that have produced hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. Um, you know, I've, I've been able to speak on five different continents all over the world in different countries to share my message. I've been able to, to hobnob with some of the most influential and amazing people on the planet in the world of business, finance, content development, personal development, and so forth. I, you know, I, I love what we've created, but I did it, you know, by playing it smart, and uh, and making sure that I was following a proven plan that wasn't going to lead me into too much risk, 
but it was going to give me a higher probability of success. And that's what you know you've really got to do. So don't make don't make present plans based on future income. Instead, take a look at it and say, okay, what are our resources available today? What can we do with those resources today to help build a better future? I love it. And and I love yeah, I like that. I love how um you know kind of the underlying theme of of what you were talking about is there there really ought to be congruency you know, with live events, there's got to be congruency mm-hmm. between what you offer at the event and what your offering is. Because, you know, Bob, you're the, the CEO and founder of Renatus, which is an educational company, has, uh, you know, premier financial entrepreneurship and real estate investing education. So it makes only makes sense that your event uh, encompasses educating the attendees, right? Absolutely. Where people are saying, hey, Here's a ton of value. Here's a ton of knowledge. And then uh, take it, run with it. Don't just learn it. Like you said, implement it, create a plan and actually do something with it. And and then, I mean, that's a perfect tie-in to, hey, would you like to learn more? Well, we've got a lot more. You're welcome to look at and see if it, if it would be a value for you. So um, I think that's a really, I really like, I really like that approach because there's congruency adding value first and um you know it's, it's kind of like when you go to the store and you get the free sample right and, mm, that was good mm-hmm. what else can i get yep and and the best part is is when it's uh, when it's quality information which it is it actually can empower you to create change generate results and and uh <laughs> you know produce a good a good roi for you whether it's in your mindset in your relationships in your, uh, you know, your your financial situation, whatever it is, applied correctly can give you a great return on your investment of time to uh, to to learn it and learn from the best. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Bob, so much for Thanks, for Bob. joining us today. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to to come and chat with us, share a little bit, kind of behind the curtain of of uh, as it were of uh, event planning, whether it's online or live. I know that you've done both at big scale and small scale as well. And uh, and so we're really looking forward to the this upcoming event. Once again, the link for that, guys, for more information, championhustle.com slash summit is where you can get more details and sign up absolutely free. And um, also, we wanted to let you guys know if, hey, if you're interested in uh, you know following Bob a little more, learning a little bit more about him, what he's going on, got going on with his company, uh, a great way to uh, to k- kind of connect with him online would be on Facebook at facebook.com slash myrenatus. That's uh, M-Y-R-E-N-A-T-U-S. And uh, so you can kind of see what he's, some of the fun things that he's got going on there with uh, with his company. And once again, Levi, I don't know if you have any final words of wisdom. Yeah, just, uh, you know, all of this has been around hosting an event based on value, right? So Bob, you talked about dropping tons of value, hoping or, you know, looking forward to future goodwill. And so that's Mm -hmm. huge in terms of running your business, leading with value, creating tons of content, building followers that want what you have to offer and then going forward from there. Absolutely. So we will drop the, the link to the Renata's Facebook page in the show notes of this episode. And for next week, come on back because we're going to talk about how do you break down 
receiving offers as an investor. Right on, right on. How to choose the best one. That's right. It may not be the one that you think. <laughs> so we're going to share some, some tidbits on that next week. We look forward to seeing you then. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com. Mm-hmm.